Hello, hello, hello. Hi, everyone. Hello, good day to you. <laughs> it's podcasting time, and I gotta say, it's in the morning. So I'm open for <laughs> mass energy and good talking today on this podcast that we're doing in the morning. Oh, boy. I fucked myself up right before we started recording. Sorry about that. Well, what? You're just staring at me like, you fucking idiot. You can hear when you rub your beard on the... I hate it. It's ASMR. Check it out. Yeah, it's asshole. Stop rubbing. Oh, stop microphone rubbing is what that means. Thank you, Thank you for watching. I've been trying to watch ASMR videos. And uh, 90% of them now are just uh, excuses for boys to look watch a video and jerk off, I'm pretty sure. And then the 10%, which I'm interested in. Are males pretending to be doctors <laughs> and being like, "All right, and, uh, we're gonna just shine this light right. I'm gonna look in the back here, okay?" And then, like, they don't really even say medical jargon because they don't really know what they're saying, so they just say words that go around things. And they do a lot of. I hate the mouth noises part. I can't do mouth noises. I just need somebody asking my name, my address. <laughs> I don't want any of this. That's when the video goes off. That shit's worse. That's awful. That's why I suggest watching the ping pong paddle examination video. I just suggest that you stop rubbing your <laughs> chin hair on the microphone. Asshole. Stop microphone a, rubbing. We have a whole new fan base now of ASMRists. Art ASM artists. <laughs> what are you writing down? Kill Sam? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to make a killing off this asshole stop microphone rubbing for ASMR. Oh, okay. You're going to make a killing off of a, a new product? Yeah, it's none of your business. Welcome to Couple of Critics <laughs> Podcast. I'm Michelle. I'm Sam. And that Sam, was... Sam, 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 Sam. <laughs> it truly turns my stomach. It makes you cringe. I can see it like hurts your whole body when I it, do it. It tightens my stomach and makes me feel nauseated. Truly. Now, you've never really truly felt ASMR in its true no, sense, right? I don't think so. It, when it happens in the real world, like, the videos don't do it. It doesn't... You're more into doctors. I'm more into massages. Yeah. I. Jesus Christ. If I find the right doctor in the right office, just asking me the right questions, the rest of the world does not exist. I'm just in that room with that guy only just being like... And it's not sexual. It's not like. What about Dr. Ira? Who's Dr. Ira? The eye doctor. Do you like how he talks? He has like a weird little thing that he. It doesn't he kind of like stuff. Who's Dr. Ira? Dr. Younger. Ira Younger. Is there a doctor around here? Yes, he's the eye doctor that you saw as well. God, you remember absolutely fucking nothing. <laughs> he's the eye doctor who I saw multiple times for my. Jesus. Is he the dude that burned my eye out? Stuff, and then I don't know what happens to you. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Pretty much any eye doctor is going to give me ASMR. Pretty much any male doctor is going to give me ASMR. Did Dr. Gardner give you ASMR? Oh, Dr. Gardner, if he was doing like a medical thing. I feel like you're screaming. I'm sorry. If he was just doing... No, I don't like that either. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. If he was just doing like a medical thing... <clears throat> I feel like when I talk too low, I get mumbly. That's why I'm a little bit yelly. And it's that morning energy we were talking about. 
Uh, Gardner, if I went to like in his office and he was asking me questions like my name and social security number and how I felt. I don't think that's how dentists do their job. I, I know think... that's not, but he could do that. And I would still <laughs> just be like, I hate someone. My name is Sam. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, uh, so we're a review podcast, and uh, we you provide each other with uh, bits of media every week, and we sit here and we talk about dumb stuff, and we review the typically album, sometimes movie, and uh, definitely talk about other things a lot often more than we do the actual thing that we're reviewing. And even when we talk about the thing we're actually reviewing, we really don't know what we're talking about. It's all based on emotion. Baby. So, uh, and sometimes we'll do just a tiny amount of research. From Wikipedia. But, <laughs> hey, it's there. It's always at the top. Google loves Wikipedia. They're all partnered together, I assume, since that's where they always pull their information from. Oh, yeah. It's all one conglomeration. One mm. umbrella. That, one hand shaking the other. One dick peeing in the same urinal. One dick peeing in the same urinal? Yeah, it didn't work. Just don't no. think about it. Just <laughs> make it sound It didn't okay. make sense at all. So, Sam, what are we doing here today? We are doing quite an interesting album because normally when we choose things, it's something that we're used to. And especially with me, you're more adventurous in your choices. You've given me... Classical things like well, just uh, things that I've never really Crispin listened Glover, to. Either. You know, you're just diving. Corey in. Feldman. Corey Feldman. Yes. So this is my foray. I found out about this. Your kin foray. I'll tell you about it later when you ask me how I. Whatever. This is a Billy Joel album, but it's not a Billy Joel album. It is. It's just <laughs> the first Billy Joel album <laughs> yeah. when he was on a different path. He's in a band with a. It's a two man band, and this is called Attila. And I'm pretty sure that the album is just called Attila, right? I didn't do a lot of research no. on this. It's not. No, I think it has an actual name. No, it's the self titled album. No. Attila it came out in 1970. Okay, I'm wrong. Uh, but if you look, if you search Attila, you will find a different band. Oh, really? Yeah, there is a different band named Attila. Oh, well, I'm going to find out what that listens like later. What that listens like? <laughs> You've got all this uh, morning time energy, I but know. you can't put your I thoughts yeah, together. I know, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> Don't point it out. Don't point it out. <laughs> now, before we get into this album, I would like to read what Billy Joel himself said about this, because this would be considered heavy metal of its time. Okay. So this is the exact quote from Billy well, heavy Joel. Heavy metal has changed over the yeah, years. Yeah, but it's like 70s, mm-hmm. late 60s heavy metal. Like Zeppelin? Kind of. I think it's like, uh, what the fuck is that band called? I love their first album. Pentagram, You're Wearing the Shirt. No, the, yeah, I love that too. Uh, they did uh, Smoke on the Water, Deep Purple. I Correct. think it's very deep purplish. Okay, here's the quote. Joe himself has gone on record as describing the album as psychedelic bullshit quotations end of the 60s i was in a two-man group we were heavy metal we were good i cannot talk we were going to destroy the world with amplification we had titles like godzilla march of the huns brain invasion a lot of people think i just came out of a piano bar i did a lot of heavy metal for a while blah 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 blah. he starts talking about other stuff so even he himself says like he doesn't really do you know why he stopped though I don't know why he stopped because... Why he went to that kind of good old boy. I'm going to say because this sold like shit. 
And and I think this might even be the end of what when this sound would be okay. So if this wasn't nineteen seventy, yeah, I think if this didn't hit, it's not. I don't think it was the end of the time where it could have hit, but maybe they were. Maybe he was just over it. And like he put, he had done it for so long, and then he put everything he had into this album. And then, like you said, maybe when this album didn't really hit, he's just kind of like, "Fuck it, I'm ready to do something else." Check check this out. Joel was a member of a band called The Hassles. He and the drummer John Small broke, broke away from The Hassles and formed Attila in 1969. The instrumentation was organ and drums with Joel also handling the bass lines with a keyboard similar to the Doors' Ray Manzarek. Their creative partnership ended in 1970, so this is only a year-long It band. didn't last that long at all. When Joel ran off with Small's wife, Elizabeth, who he later married, although this did not end their collaborations as blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, Billy Joel, Billy Jolden, basically. <laughs> I remember we watched a documentary about Billy Joel, and he was like, kind of a shitbag. Did we? I don't remember that. I think this. we did because his band members like played with him for so long on tour and then he just like fired him out of nowhere. Yeah, I remember watching it. But let's get into this because as a guy who does not like Billy Joel, okay. this is the best Billy Joel that anyone can listen to. Let's do this. First song called Wonder Woman. Ooh. Oh, by the way, Billy Joel is like putting his keyboard through a Marshall amp. And turning on the distortion on this album, which I think is pretty fucking cool. Oh, so there's no actual guitar? No. It's just a drummer and Billy Joel playing the keyboard and singing. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. It's a lot of real guitar-like tones. He has a very shrieky voice. He does. And at first I was like, man, I can't believe that's Billy Joel singing. And then I was like, oh, wait, I can actually hear it. Yeah. Am I too loud? Am I still shouting? Well, they just have sense, more sensitive ears in the morning. Maybe. And this... I also I don't have the energy that you have ever. Ah. And the fact that it's morning and you haven't really done anything but wash the dog. Yeah. I meant to play golf by now, too. Shut up. So I'm like... It's, all, it's golf. It's always golf if you can. Yes. I wish I had something that I liked that much. Which, I mean, I kind of technically do. It's just sitting and playing <laughs> games on my phone and reading about stupid things. Are you still playing a lot of golf on your phone? Oh, I haven't played that in a long time. Oh, really? I play things and then I decide, eh, I'm not really into it, and then I immediately take it off my phone. I don't let things just hang out for a while. I make decisions. I don't play them for very long at all and then never take them off my phone. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, I was shocked by this. Uh, shall I tell you how I even found out about this? Yeah. So You should tell everyone else. As we know. I don't care. As you know, I'm obsessed with Matt Gordon. Of course. Now, he does a podcast with another person I'm obsessed with, Andy Daly, called Bonanas for Bonanza. He also does another podcast with someone who I've always been obsessed with, Conan O'Brien. Yeah. He also does another podcast <laughs> with someone else who was on the show Love on Netflix. All rest, baby. <laughs> but uh, Maria Bamford is on this show, too, and she plays like this religious lady, but she always goes off on tangents. And she brings up the heavy metal Billy Joel album. And my ears perk up, and so does Gorley's on the podcast. He's like, what? what? And to the producer, they say, go ahead and fade in some of that Billy Joel heavy metal album. Now, they can't hear it live when they're doing it, so they didn't hear it. It was a post-production thing. 
So they fade in the beginning of this song. You can tell the dude who's producing it just went to YouTube, like I'm doing right now, and just played the first 10 seconds. Because you can't really, you can't find this album no. anywhere other than on YouTube. You can find this album on eBay for way too much, and that's not happening. I'm not buying a fucking Billy Joel album, even one that sounds like this. So they played this like, not even 10 seconds, it was like four second clips. So I hear that beginning, and I go, well, holy shit, like... That sounds like good rock and roll from back mm-hmm. in the day. Because this song, I think this song's a little, what's the word, boisterous and like too much, which I think the whole album is just a little too much at times. Like, Well, and then on my first listen, I thought it sounded like a mess. Yeah, yeah. I thought it sounded like it was really just not unorganized, but just kind of it's sloppy. Very. And it's just kind of all over the place. It doesn't feel tight, uh, I, I guess. It's 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 a loose-sounding all of it. I mean, most of it. Not all of it, but most of it. Especially in the beginning. I think the very beginning of the album, that Wonder Woman just kind of goes all over the place. Which, oh, it yeah. has good energy. The yeah. Wonder Woman! Like, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. It's so much. But <clears throat> it's just like by the end when they're just jamming, it sounds rough. Oh, yeah. And there's... You remember like uh, in 60s... Music like sometimes Led Zeppelin and Black Sabbath, it can get sloppy sounding sometimes. But they liked that sound. Well, it's also that room sound. You, everything wasn't as clean. Yeah, this is that sound, but even a little extra sloppy. But I think it might be because Billy Joel handling too. He's. I'm sure he took the vocals later, maybe. Mm-hmm. But even doing a bass line and all that, like guitar lines, which sound like guitar lines with your right hand, and doing the bass lines with your left hand. That'd probably be hard to like. That sounded like a guitar too when you hit that. To it's keep wild. that, uh, do yours. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anyone can even hear that. Oh yeah. I have to do the upstroke. Do the upstroke, baby. I be upstroking. Hi, Oliver the rock Hi, and roll cat. Oliver in the window. He's in the room. But, this doesn't happen uh, very much. You drop something. I think that adds. Look the sloppiness of this, and who knows what the recording was like. Was it, you've got two days speaking <laughs> to of record s- eight songs that are all fucking mess. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of sloppy, I want another Sloppy Boys album. Right. I'm down. I didn't really get into the last one, but I loved the last one, "Dancing on the Wind." <laughs> <laughs> so funny what it's called. I want to just push through this album because at times it can feel like it's taking four. Ever to like get through this album. A baby through the vaginal canal, we are going to push <laughs> straight through this album. Okay, here's a song that really started to give me because that first song, Wonder Woman, I'm like, you know what? Billy Joel, you're impressing me. It's, it's a little bit of a mess, but fuck, I can walk around and go, Wonder Woman! I've never in my life looked at Billy Joel and thought that he had any amount of edge. No. So. And that song has an edge. Mm-hmm. I could imagine going to the, a show and seeing that happen. I'd be like, fuck yeah, Wonder Woman! Now this song is when we start to get a taste of the lyrical-wise. Lyrical, the way he writes lyrics are a little, uh, I don't even know how to say it, just lame. <laughs> the okay. song's called California Flash. It's crazy that that's not a guitar. Yeah. Anything you hear it's not drums is that fucking organ. But the wow sounds I more know, like a right? piano. Like the style of that, it sounds like someone's, you know, wow. Doing that thing where they move their so fingers it, And down. it doesn't sound like a guitar, so 
I guess now that you told me that and I can actually really listen to it, it's interesting. California Flash! I'm just trying to squeeze it in the end. Stop the music because I have to get my own timing. I just... I mean, I can't disrespect that. Oh, this has got a little groove, that little verse part, but this part is so lame to me. I think it's also messy. It is very messy. I think the drummer just might be messy, too. I think it's also just the timing of, of how he's singing things and he wants to have like this energy and like he wants to kind of like put inflection and uh, ex- accentuate certain words, but it, he's not really fitting. Like he's kind of fitting it in, but it just it's messy. Tell me if you agree, agree with this. He's almost since he's a piano bar man, he's almost going lounge singery with it in a rock and roll way where he's trying to be fluid with it. Is that or is it more like a ragtime? I think you could put most in the same world. Ooh, ragtime piano bar. Yeah. I mean, we all know he's the piano man. Yeah. Well, I actually <laughs> pulled up songs here just to see, looking through other Billy Joel songs. <laughs> like Piano Man, no. Uptown Girl isn't terrible, but it's What's not Uptown a good song. Uptown Girl. It doesn't sound like something that should be uh, performed by a man. I don't hate it, but I'd be fine if I never heard it again. It sounds like like a group from the '60s, like a, a like a Temptations could have gotten away with singing that. His it doesn't make sense him singing that song. The to same me. people that sang uh, "I Want Candy" should have sang that song. Uh, we didn't start the fire. Just the way you are. We didn't start the fire. I've never enjoyed. Um, we have like moving out. No I'm idea. moving out. Yeah, I've never been a fan. You may be wrong, but you may be right. Oh yeah. Only the good die young. Yeah, there's one song I think I. It's still rock and roll to me. I think there's one song that I was like, wait, that's Billy What's Joel. What's the matter with the clothes I'm driving no. up today? I don't like that sound. Yeah, I don't know. This is by far the most tolerable Billy Joel in my eyes. I'm going to agree from everything that I'm seeing. You had to be a big shot. Ditcher. You like had that right there? This sounds like Deep Purple. This does. Yeah, I agree. Like they're fucking jamming right now. Might be a little sloppy, but I'd rather have sloppy and jamming than, now this is a, yeah. than like computer perfected. This just sounds so weird, knowing that it's... Sometimes it sounds like a baseball stadium. (laughs) (laughs) That's the crowd. (laughs) We got James Robinson, number 49, coming up to the back. You hit me in the fucking head! Oh, we're fading out on... California Flash. And I'm looking at the track listing and the next song. I'm like, the message behind this song is so fucking stupid. Well, first of all, there are only eight songs on That's this true. whole thing. So this is going to be a shorter episode it for might sure. Be, but one of these songs is seven minutes and 39 seconds. So that's going to give us a little bit of a booster. Like mm-hmm. a seat. Like a seat for a short little guy sitting at a table. Which I got offered the other day at Skyline, and I was offended. Oh, they offered you a booster seat? Was it Eva? Yeah, fuck yeah, it was Eva. Oh. She was like, you guys need a booster? And Jimmy said, no, but we need bibs, and we want you to tie them. And I was like, I don't want a fucking bib. I don't want you to touch me. Well, good thing she didn't bring bibs. It worked out. And my meal got paid for. 
like my job. Do, 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 yes. Do, do, do. Oh, yeah, Sam. Why don't you talk oh, about that yeah. for a second? That you're I'm, in a better place, finally. I'm now working with a guy that's been on this podcast a few times. Uh, we've we've tried to promote him, even though I don't know that anyone would ever listen he's to our the, podcast he's and the hire him. Only person that we've ever made a legitimate commercial for, and mm-hmm. I will say. We made two commercials for we made one a- clean and one dirty. One filthy. <laughs> in fact, maybe I'll put that in this episode so you can hear the filthy one again. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, They've heard it a lot. That's true. <laughs> it has been used like three times. It's been used quite a bit. Uh, so I'm working with Jimmy Rolla now with Rolling Graphics. It's a you're much, still where you're at. I'm still doing body work for now. For just a couple days a week. I'm the only fucking guy I work in there since somebody ditched uh, out on me hardcore. Yeah. yeah, so the fuck you Mel thing is kind of real it's now. Never, it's a little bit real right now, but I'm not going to get into that because I don't want to get fucking negative. No, that's fine. But, it's just uh, Mel is no longer around. So yeah, for, we, we don't know what happened. Now it's truly just Sam. And that's it. And I'm only there part time. <laughs> You're only there two days a week. So. Uh, so things are changing for me. I'm already pretty happy at this rolling graphics job. It's in my world of things I actually like. I never liked cars. No one has ever heard me say I like cars. That's just never been a thing. Yeah. In fact, when I'm at my most frustrated at work, you know, the shit work, I do say, Cars are fucking stupid. They should be illegal. They should have never been invented. Uh, but that's just because I, fu- I fucking hate cars. That's really extreme. I know, but when I'm in my deepest, darkest car moments. That's I more than words, fucking Sam. hate cars. That's a lot. So this is a much better route for me, which is going to lead to an even better route for me when I do my own thing. And then I work in tandem and then I can make some shirts and make all sorts of shit. And then I could do whatever the hell I want. Plus, Jimmy's nice and he's funny and he's. And no disregard to the former no, no, manager no. at my, well, still current job. It's just that job is fucking miserable. I'm pretty sure anywhere. Well, and we graduated with Jimmy, so we, we've known Jimmy for a long time. Oh, yeah. I've done crazy things with that guy. <laughs> 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 Stuff that. We should have been arrested for, but we didn't get caught, so we are free. <laughs> <laughs> well, until you did a bunch of other things that until got you arrested. I got arrested more than anybody in our inner circle, baby. Do you even know how many times you've been arrested? Total? You want me to count right now? Yeah, I do. All right. Yeah, let's, let's do it for see. my dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First time was arrested with Kent for being a common nuisance, uh, which was a bad deal on him. He got fucked because of us. Um uh, I can't even remember. <laughs> Next spray paint was the night and S- spray paint night, which I'm de- te- do I arrested in two counties? Do I count mm-hmm. that as two? Yeah, you were uh, you count that okay, as two? Are right, you kidding? So I'm up to three. You were in trouble in two different counties. <laughs> and then first drinking DUI, which is legitimate, and I should have gotten. I shouldn't have been drinking. Mm-hmm. No one should be drinking and driving. It's true. You had two beers though. Who knows? I probably fucking drank whiskey. I don't remember. Uh. You said you were good the whole night, and then at the very end, I was at the end. I did break. It was after the Green Jello show, and you took, you drank, you guzzled two beers I real had, quick. I brought and beers then... in the car too. When I got in the car, there was beers ready, like I was going to drink and drive. Oh, I didn't know that. I was a drunk, uh, and then so that's four, and then five is 
the time in Greensburg. The time in Greensburg. And then let's add the two times I've almost been arrested for peeing in public. <laughs> that and the time when you were pulled over and your nose was bleeding because you picked it. Well, that wasn't. But you didn't almost get arrested. I wasn't in danger of being arrested. That's that just one. funny to That one time there. at Cincinnati, the cops were like. Uh-huh, I remember that. Remember they asked me questions like where I worked and if I had a job, and then they came up to you guys in the car and asked if I had a job and where I worked, and since you said the same thing, they were like, all right, you're good to go. <laughs> Other than that, they were going to either ticket me or I was going to go to jail for having my wiener out and peeing. God, you're <laughs> such a ridiculous human. And I'm really not like... No, you're a good I have, person. I have friends, though, you're like just friends ridiculous. outside of this town who have way crazier rap sheets than i do and have mm-hmm. way crazier stories than i do so when i say this stuff i feel kind of like well to me as someone who's <laughs> never been in trouble with the law and kent has had it worse than me I and mean, he i think i've been arrested more than him but his punishments have been well he's done the same stuff over and over again i think mine. he he doesn't have all these different things like you do he also doesn't go in and schmooze those fuckers <laughs> Are you saying he doesn't have the pizzazz that you do? No, he's got a pizzazz. Everyone has charisma. He's got a pizzazz. It's just I wonder if he turns that pizzazz on for the probation officer. I, I, I assume he doesn't. I assume he's like... I bet he does. Oh, probation officer? I thought you meant that. That probation you're officer... You're going to say cops. His, spit at me. I'm sorry. That last probation officer that he had, or the, the, the last case, while he was doing something he wasn't supposed to, and it was like his second time or whatever... The prosecutor was going crazy for him. Like there was a an edge to it. We're like you're going above and beyond to mm-hmm. do shit to this guy, and I have a feeling it's because you have a personal vendetta against, like either his father or his brother, or something, or some just someone in his family. Yeah, he has a felt, very common name around here. He got like the record for the most like was community it? service yeah. hours, and it's like for that, it's not like he was like hit hit a kid. He just got drinking and driving again, you know? It's like... He just got a DUI. Yeah, which is not good, and I don't condone it, but for the shit he got. But he did it, and he got through. And hopefully he doesn't have to go through it again. We'll see. (laughs) Let's move on to the next song. This is called Revenge is Sweet. I said this lyrics suck. This uh, this song just... I, I hate the lyrics. It's just like a angsty kid coming at you like, Look at me now! You gonna make fun of me now? And according to how you look on the cover of this album, Billy Joel, I don't know if you looked at it, with his giant hair and mustache, I'm gonna make fun of you, Billy. It, it looks like they're hanging out with like meat carcasses and stuff. Hard for me to really see. Maybe go to Google. And just... <laughs> I forgot about this. I haven't listened to this in a while. This has been ongoing for a long oh, we've time. Oh, we were supposed to record this episode like two weeks ago. Yeah, I can barely see the picture. So I, it's hard for me to... I can't see Billy Joel in that picture at all. But do you know who he is, which one he is? I assume he's the shorter one yeah, on the right. Yeah, he's the shorter one. But yeah, there's like... They're hanging out in like a field with meat carcasses hanging from hooks while they're wearing English... Armor with pelts, animal pelts. It's a very strange cover. <laughs> Revenge is <It's> sweet. <laughs> See now this. I hear Billy Joel singing in this. Yeah, that line is still. I can hear Billy Joel in that. Like Wonder Woman when he's doing the Wonder Woman. 
like, wow, is that really Billy Joel? But that shit that you're mocking, which I'm very jealous that I I can't do that. <laughs> I don't like it. No, this is this is when it gets like, oh no, what are you doing? I feel like personally my interpretation of all of this is that I'm I'm kind of surprised they didn't work on it more, I guess, especially knowing how short-lived it actually was. Well, I mean, they formed it in 69 and released this in 70. Yeah, but you'd think if they came out of another band together that they, they might be a little tighter. Oh. Uh, yeah. But I wonder if they just didn't care because he's pretty tight he as Billy Joel. And I don't know when he started putting out his solo stuff. I don't know either, and I don't know how old he was when this came out. So this is... He was born in 49, so he's 20 when they formed this band. Or around there, 1920. He was born in 1920. He's 72 right now. So he's born in 49. He's only two years older than my mom. Your mom is 70? I thought she's 71. She was born in 51. Oh. So she's 71. Which for... I don't know, 19 years? I thought I was 1952. <laughs> so she's 71, so she's one year... Oh, I didn't do the month math. I just saw years. He was born in 49, she was born in 51, so that's two to me. Um, yeah, that is. But, you know, it's one of those things where it could have been like, maybe he was born on the end of the year and she was born at the beginning of the next. She's born before him in the year because she has an early birthday. So that's why... <laughs> I still, somebody's honking. Someone honks a lot. Uh, yeah, this uh, this album is coming out, uh, this episode is coming out right before Billy Joel's birthday. So he's about to be 73. How did we, we did that just on time, just in time. Yeah, for Billy Joel's birthday. We're celebrating you, Billy. We're celebrating you, Billy. Yeah, what a terrible name for a 70-something-year-old man to be called. Billy is like for a child. You know, Billy the Kid. I think it's fine. It's like Jimmy or Timmy. Yeah, it's weird for an old man to be called that. Jimmy? Mm-hmm. Really? I'm fine with Jimmy. Timmy doesn't work for me. It's the same thing. Not to me. Uh, what about Sammy? That one's tough because I'm already familiar with, like, Sammy Davis Jr. And, uh, you Sammy Flammy Bing Bong. <laughs> Everybody knows Sammy Flammy Bing Bong. Sammy Flammy Bing Bong. Uh, I can't imagine being called. My name is Sam. I can't imagine being a Sammy. Well, my dad was Jimmy when he was a kid, but then when he became oh, an adult. A, your dad's a Jim. He's a Jim. I don't know. I think your dad could still be a Jimmy. I think that... Uh, my, I know one of my cousins still calls him Uncle Jimmy, or a couple of them call him Uncle Jimmy. I'm going to call him Papa Jimmy. <laughs> I've He's Papa G. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. I'm going to call him Jim. I'm going to call him nothing. I'm going to say hi, and then no word after that. I'm going to call you nothing. I will call you nothing, Jim. I'll call your dad absent. <laughs> uh. Let's move on to the next song. It's going to be the last song before we go into the break. 
It's cold. Sounds like you're about ready to break. Amplifier pop. <laughs> Isn't it about your? Didn't your dad's birthday just happen or something? Oh fuck! I don't know. I think it. Yeah, it was. Tell me my mom. April? When's my mom's birthday? It already happened. Okay. <laughs> March. We, we already took care of it. We went out yeah, to dinner. Good, sweet. We gave her uh something. I don't remember what we gave her. Look, I'm just lucky. Your birthday is fucking easy to remember, or else it. It'd be lost in the same shuffle. My dad always said that because he got lucky with all three of his kids having very memorable birthdays. Well, go on. What's Beth's? She is April Fool's Fool's Day. And she's also, she's 4184. Well, not. Don't tell that. You're going to give everyone her social security number too? Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Why would I know my sister's social security number? Yours is 1212. Mm -hmm. And what's Tim? So what's Timmy's? 82888. 82888. Uh, yeah, it's a little not as easy as the girls. I'd still have to remember the 20 part. Like, oh fuck, is it 808? Or is it 818? No, it can't be 818 because 8 and 8 has to rhyme. That's a really fucking easy birthday. I don't know why you're struggling so much. Let's play this song and then take a break. All right, let's do this. It's called Amplifier Fu- Fuck. Amplifier Fire. Horrible title. Amplifier Fire Part 1 Godzilla, Part 2 March of the Huns. I wish it was nuns. We can do that. Let's write a song called March of the Nuns. And I don't mean N-O-N-E. I mean N-U-N. Oh, I assume, but can I steal March of the Nuns with N-O-N-E-S? Yeah, go and for just it. just make like an army of blank faces? Mm-hmm. I like that. Army of Nuns. There are a lot of blank faces in my dreams. The my ones that you fucking... <laughs> no, my brain just doesn't always fill in all the faces. Uh, They're just like people in the background. Not everyone has distinct. Only the people I'm really dealing with are distinct. Yeah, I would probably agree with that. There's never a lot of people in my dreams, so... Mm. It's usually just you. For a long time, I've been dreaming about like school, and I don't really? know why. But I'm always... I can't... I don't have a ride there. I miss the bus. I am leaving school at the end of the day, and I go out to get my car, and my car isn't there, so I have to walk home. Uh, I'm late to class. I'm not ready for tests and things. I don't have, like, it's all just anxiety-based is what all of it is. But I don't know why it's school. Maybe because school is so scheduled and formatted. Maybe. I don't know. Sort of jazz rock and roll going on. This is psychedelic. It's very. By the way, welcome to Fenway Park. That's all I hear is baseball. Yep. That one was a low ball. Speaking of schools, I had to go into a school recently in this new job, and it's weird going back into schools, man. Well, you're so tall, so everything seems. Everything does seem small. Miniature. You're right. Uh, Does this is the smell the same? yeah, it is, because I went there during when lunch was getting ready, and it smelled like chicken patties. <laughs> and I was like, I want to eat that fucking chicken patty. <laughs> and Jimmy was like, I told him one time, like, you can you can give me a bonus of school food, and they laughed, but I wasn't joking. <laughs> uh, it's weird, because they expanded the school that I went to. Oh, yeah. So I was in there going, back in my day, the school ended here. They didn't go on. <laughs> I think the only one that they haven't expanded... Is the middle school, and that's because we were there when they started nope, doing that work. No, that's the school I was in, and it was expanded. 
That's the one I'm talking about. There's like a whole extra hallway and shit now. A whole big classroom. It's fucking crazy, man! Hmm, I Things change! But I will say this. By the way, this song is just so boring, I'm not going to even talk about it. Just There's talking nothing about really lives. happening. Yeah, it's just baseball. It's- and it's just some of that, like, messy, jammy... And it doesn't even remind me of Godzilla. Yeah, I don't understand that tie-in, because it's... Is the whole thing instrumental? I don't remember. Or is it, it just be. the beginning? It might be all instrumental. I don't remember either. Uh, this whole album was kind of a blur for me. I just listened to it in one thing. But I, uh, I used my... My mother was a teacher here clout when I went in there. I walked in and I was looking around. I was like, wow, this is weird to look at. They're like, oh, were you a student here? And I said, my mom used to teach here basically since the building was built. And I said her name. And they all went, she was your mom? She was my teacher. And I was like. Everyone had her. Then I felt like I could just walk around with this strap. like, that's right. I know this place more than any of you motherfuckers. Unless I go past this certain part where I've never seen any of this before in my life. Hmm. They got a nice new music room. It's like double tiered. It's pretty cool. But anyway, my mother doesn't teach her anymore, so it doesn't really mean anything. Are you sure that's all new? Yes, I've never seen it. It's fucking wild. Okay. I lived at the middle school at a part of my life. It's definitely new. Okay. It like connects the old gym and the building. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. This sounds more Godzilla, but I think this is the March of the Huns part. Yeah, this definitely sounds more like a march. This is Godzilla. This does sound more like a Godzilla sort of thing. It feels March of the Huns as well. Mm-hmm. But this is more They're marching Godzilla. towards Godzilla. Yeah. I like that three cats are in here right now while we're recording. Oh, and it's my favorite part like of this song. Is that... That's my favorite organ tone. Oh. Yeah, they kind of ruined it there, but the organ tone is my favorite when he's down in that oh. lower register. And that distortion is really starting to bite. Did you see that comment from Chris saying that he wanted a cat podcast? A cat cast? No, I didn't. Maybe you didn't. Maybe it was on a different app. Let Billy Joel soothe you with his... See, now that like sounds like a guitar. Scratching. I don't know how he's doing that without it being a guitar. Like, yeah, how do you make a shaking organ just his fingers? When it, but how does it make the tone? I don't know. Or does he have like an oscillator and he's not letting the tone all the way through or something like that? Like this is one I'm impressed in the jamming parts. Like it's a fucking organ. And this sounds like the most. While it's the most, like, fluid and, like, flowy, mm-hmm. it sounds the tightest of the jams so far. I agree. I mean, Billy Joel brought up these two titles in that little clip or that little quote that I read. So maybe it's the songs they spent the most time on. So that's why they'd be in his headlong. This is his opus? Maybe. It was Billy Joel's first opus. Before we didn't start the fire. That was definitely his second opus. (laughs) If only Billy Joel hadn't fucked the dude's wife, we could have had some more Attila. And maybe they could have really become something. What a piece of shit with his weird eyeballs. Yeah, he does have weird eyeballs. It's like, that guy? What kind of charisma does that guy have that 
You can just steal ladies. He must have charisma. Must have. Everyone has their own thing. I know. The gall. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I think part of me, when I think of things like that, I get like so offended because I'm, one is like, it's atrocious and it's just bad behavior. But then the other part of me, I'm like, how do you even have the charisma to pull something like that off? I don't fucking understand how it's done. <laughs> it just seems so inappropriate because it's when that friend is like hanging around with you and your spouse right. or whatever, or significant other all you're doing is like thinking about each other and giving each other googly eyes and stuff behind the other person and like, then when super... the other person goes to the bathroom real quick you know like show each other their privates real quick <laughs> you said private <laughs> <laughs> alright Billy Joel whips out his dingling and she shows some beef being in that uh in that school has rubbed off on you showing each other their private. <laughs> I have to get checked in when you go to schools now, too. They scan my license. I was like, oh, no, is it going to come back with, like, all my crime record on it that I just described to everyone? I'm spitting all over the fucking mm -hmm. place today. You have so much energy. You're just projecting saliva. I'm going crazy. So now you told me there's another band. Name Attila. Comes up when you look up Attila. That is correct. Okay. They have 155 subscribers. We're going to go to an album called Rising Darkness. And we are going to go out on the break listening to a song called Waltz with the Devil. How does that Ooh, sound to you? It sounds, I'll put it out here in the middle. It, 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 sounds, it. it sounds hard. It sounds hard. Here we go. This is This Attila. is Bittersweet Symphony. Then <laughs> <laughs> immediately went... Doo -doo. Well, this sucks so far. Let's move on. What has happened? This, I guess. We'll be back. We'll be back. Yeah, you're getting that egg down. All right. I believe this is the song that I can tolerate the most by Billy Joel. It doesn't have that doo-wop. It doesn't have... I don't know. But I don't like that part. And I don't like when it comes in here and goes... Whoa! Okay, yeah, I hate it. Never mind. I've never been a Billy Joel person. No, I hate it. I hate it all! <laughs> it's just truly not appealing to me in the slightest. I don't like the piano man anymore. Oh, I didn't know that's what you were doing. Just going into it. And I we're, can feel it, I guess. We're linked on the brainwave. Simpatico. So we're back here. We're listening to Attila with Billy Joel and the other guy. <laughs> and we should feel bad for him since his wife was stolen. Right? his lady. <clears throat> and John Small. Aww. That didn't make him feel very No, bad. that just made the whole situation worse. Poor guy. Poor guy. And he was taller than Billy Joel. You, uh -huh. God damn. But he just didn't have that pizzazz. I guess not. That, All right. that Joel pizzazz. <laughs> Let's get back into this album. I'm so excited to listen to the rest of it. Uh, the first song we're going to get back into is called Rollin' Home. Please. Rollin' Graphics. Check them out. Lay it on us. Billy Joel. Whoa! Huh! Good God! Wow! I don't remember this at all. It needs to get into the actual groove of the song. 
like a blues you know, band I, sensibility to it. I, yeah, I, I think this has a nice little groove, maybe because it's simpler, it seems like it's not as messy. Even though there's a lot going on in the background. Yeah, but likely he's just doing like 16th notes and triplets, so he's just keeping it real like in time. Basically. Well, I feel like it's not the drummer who usually throws things off. I feel like I it's would- Billy. I'm with you. I think it's Billy Joel trying to do everything. I wonder, uh-huh. too, if it was, like, an ego thing. Like, Billy being like, no, I can do it all. Probably. He doesn't seem like an... Cause isn't he kind of known for being an asshole in his yes. younger days? And his current days. Okay, I didn't know if he still was. I didn't know I if he's really smoothed know. out. And his, just, no, uh, didn't he drunk drink drive into someone's house or something? Didn't he? <laughs> didn't he I don't know if it's that, but... <laughs> okay, I hope. I don't hope so. But God, I hope so. <laughs> we'll look up his controversies. I'm telling you, we watched a documentary about him being a prick. And I know there's this one video where he's like, dude, they're filming a concert and he's mad that they keep turning the lights on the audience and he just keeps yelling in the middle of songs while they're recording him. He'll just be like, turn off the fucking lights! I don't, rem- I don't know why I don't remember this, but there is a Slate article here. The worst pop singer ever. Why exactly is Billy Joel so bad? <laughs> it's funny. Oh, man. He's one of those dudes, like, I almost, my instincts wanted to go, ah, oh, poor guy, but I don't think so with Billy Joel. He seems like, he seems, yeah, like a he's, fireball. He's like a bridge burner. He seems like someone who would flip out and he just goes, he's very emotional without thinking. Yeah, I can see that. Just like this dude I've been watching lately. Uh, Fuck, what's his name? Oh, he's in this Western I watched recently. I told him you about him. He worked with Werner Herzog a lot. Lee Van Cleef? No, but Lee Van Cleef is the fucking shit, man. (laughs) And I still haven't finished that movie, but god damn it, I love every second of it. It's the first Western I've ever watched, and I'm fucking like... Hell yeah! Get those six sleep. get those six guns out, boys! Pew 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 pew! And all the horses that they ride look so dangerous. And there's a scene in the I'm watching a few dollars more, and there's a scene where the the new bad guys are riding the horses into town, and these kids, like nine-year-old kids, like five of them, they just send them running in front of the horses, just randomly, and I'm like, Ugh! I don't even have children, but I was still like, oh my god! Well, you still have natural instincts yeah. built into you that that are obviously like, this shouldn't be happening. But it was made back in the day. This is like Clint Eastwood at his... Prime? Prime. And I'm like, man, I see why dudes, Women liked him? Women liked him, and I see why dudes were like, I want to be Clint Eastwood. He definitely kind of had this, like, I don't, I don't give a fuck... Attitude, and that's always attractive to anyone in any situation. I think most of the time, absolutely. But you know, who's someone who's not like tied down by their insecurities, like it's yeah, it's nice. But who's better at it in that movie? Lee Van Cleef. Lee Van Cleef. It's just that he's so not traditionally handsome. He looks evil. I'm a big fan of not traditionally handsome. I mean. I've always been a fan of He's that. He's got this grit in his eye when he looks at people. It's just like, ooh, Clint Eastwood's got it, but Lee Van Cleef's got a steely fucking look. And I read that he's in the next movie, The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, and I've got to watch that, My too. dad likes that movie. 
I'm going to watch it, Jim. I, I reference my dad a lot. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so <clears throat> there's an interesting... This uh, thing here says it's 12 shocking facts about Billy Joel. And it's luckily, it's something I can just scroll through pretty quickly. So let's get through some 12 shocking facts about Billy Joel. You want to do this while you choke to death? Sorry. Right. First of all, when he was a teenager, apparently he was a pretty good boxer. Really? So he's got like a stout figure, I'm assuming. Yeah, he was a young, uh, he was a New Yorker, right? Like, he just, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. He's got to grow up in the Bronx, yo. Uh, New Jersey, isn't he from Jersey? I don't fucking know this stuff. You're asking me questions. Michelle, you are the fucking Billy Joel historian. I'm certainly not. He left Woodstock because of foul toilets. <laughs> like he was supposed to play or he was just there? I wonder what. Well, they were disgusting and like flowing out and people were like. Yeah, but I wonder if he was in attendance and he left or he was supposed to play. Ooh, it's that noontime <laughs> siren that goes off. <laughs> we didn't think about that. I'm going to point the microphone towards the window so everyone can hear a nice taste. Well, he agrees that he thinks that he's funny looking. So that that's also <laughs> none of these were shocking. You know what? When I expected something different. Guys that accept it, they can use it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is insane. Probably why he's got charisma. That's why he can steal wives. Why I loathe Billy why Joel. I steal wives. <laughs> Have at it. You piece of shit. Uh, but yeah, no, there are a lot of like. I'm just scrolling through Google things about Billy Joel, why I loathe Billy Joel, a defense of Billy Joel, when controversy yeah, led to I knew to he was a prick. Ex-wives and former fling who inspired his <laughs> hit songs. Billy Joel's controversial in, Christmas song. In the middle of the night, I steal your wife. Then I go fuck her in her sleep. Uh, that's called rape. I said in your sleep, like... Like the husband was sleeping, and he fucks the wife while he's sleeping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, maybe we should. Wait, just... we're gonna hear a controversial Christmas song? Is that what's gonna happen? It doesn't matter. All right, let's move on. Let's go to tear this castle down. Well, the sirens are super excited about this song. They absolutely are. This is doomy. It's nice with that yeah. siren in the background. Generals gathered and bound It does have a... That was a nice tone. (laughs) It does have an interesting, similar sort of Black Sabbath doominess. Like you just mentioned, I agree with that. I think this band could have really used a guitar and a bass player. If they were a full band. This part sucks. I shouldn't say it sucks. I think I'm like, hey, let Jethro Tull do that. <laughs> it's still by far the best Billy Joel ever. It has a, this song didn't it didn't like rub me the worst way, but it I was just kind of like, nah. I don't know why I like because this I think part. yeah, I, I think. But and you're playing a guitar even though there's no guitar. Well, I hear it heavier in my head. But that is that's the only good part to the song to me because oh, then it's you don't like this. No, it's just weird. 
That's when like a baseball organ comes in again. It just doesn't really match. It's like changing genres in the song, and that's weird to me. Like I understand changing time, and that makes sense, but the song changed in a weird way. That this song has just been like, like I said, it's not, I don't. I'm not saying like I think it's the worst song or I hate it. It just rubbed me in a weird way, I guess. It's just a weird chord and note choice in my eyes. It's I, very strange. I just thought that it was weird when he'd be like, I'll break my heart in two. Yeah. Like, it just didn't fit in on the album even, not just the song. It was just really weird. Wow, this thing's everywhere. I think they were trying. Taste They're, from every type of rock and roll, and jazz. Maybe that was the the downside that I felt is that it, it just it seems too reaching and that it's trying too hard. It seems like the only people that can God, it comes up every fucking podcast. The only people that can do that kind of genre bending uh, is Frank Zappa. Uh, <laughs> you knew that's what was going to happen. Oh yeah, right? I knew it was coming. Or or someone in that category, mm-hmm. which I can't think of anyone else. But <laughs> less. Yeah, but he doesn't really go like. Even mid-song sometimes, Zappa can all of a sudden just change it to doo-wop for some fucking reason. And you might not enjoy it, but you're like, that sounds normal. I think it kind of, it's different if you just go into one little special thing, and it's just kind of like, okay, but a song that just constantly goes in and out and in and out, it just feels disorganized, I guess. But I don't know. And now we're getting this like soft. I get it. That's what, But that's the whole intent. Like I, f- I feel like that is what the whole thing is supposed to be about. Like, I, yeah, we, I, we're going to give them everything we have absolutely. all at once in this tiny little, let's squeeze everything in. And here's, it's just here's all of weird. 60s rock and roll put into one fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And hopefully you guys still like any of it and you'll cling on to one part of it. But you're right. Like none of this is mixed together. Like the first part sounded like a doom song. And now this sounds like a Steppenwolf. Yeah, it's all <laughs> over the place. And whatever, that's fine. But see, something small like that, where like they maybe like slow it way down, or were to do something different. Like, I'm not necessarily against that, but yeah, it just feels like everything is jam packed into this song. Absolutely. No one part of this song sounds like another part of this. No. Song. And I can't hear this song and say, "Hey, that's from Tear This Tassel Down." Like, I can hear this jam, and I'm like, I don't fucking know. It's from Amplifier Fire Part 1 Godzilla? Maybe? Because I know it wasn't March of the Huns, because that sounds like Godzilla. Yeah, again, not necessarily terrible, just it feels so erratic that it kind of stresses me out. It could almost do what... I know, like, when I was in Cadbury Spasm, we had the problem of, like, writing ten songs into one. Yeah. It almost seems that same way where they could be like, hey, no, you know, like this part right here, you can make this a whole three and a half minute song and just do this sound. And then, you know, that next part you did in this song, you could take that and make that three and a half minute song because I like this. Yeah, it's, yeah. It just, it's weird to shove everything into one. Just don't like it. But for the millionth time, still the best Billy Joel I've ever heard, baby. It's still got a fucking rock and roll keyboard going. I love the organ sound of like the 60s. I know like a, my old band teacher, he hated like the Ray Manzarek 
Doors tone. Mm -hmm. It's like, what? It's like, it's what makes it that thing. And I guess you just don't like the doors, but I mean, I would bitch about the doors about something else besides the fucking organ. The lead singer? I don't even, that doesn't even bother me. The only thing that ever bothered me about Jim Morrison was the same thing that bothered me about Kurt Cobain. Is that I found his p poetry and everything like. It was all just kind of self and It was all self-indulgent, but like never got past like a 14-year-old's brain. Yeah, like it was, it was a way that. Like it, it also felt very floaty and it felt all over the place and it just sounded like someone throwing a bunch of shit at the wall to see if it stuck. <laughs> it just, and, and sometimes I'm, it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. And I'm not saying that the, you're, they're necessarily trying too hard. It's just maybe that's, you're just spilling out everything into like a pile and, and that's just kind of how it, and that it might seems. just be Jim Morrison's brain. Sometimes yeah. you just have to accept that. Like maybe it's not what I like, but maybe that's how that guy thought. But he was he, Jim Morrison was pompous, pompous, and he, I have a feeling that there's a lot of rock stars and stuff in history that you would just be like, "Oh my God, he held me captive for a fucking hour," and like Jim Morrison, I think would just talk about nonsense. It mm -hmm. would be a lot like his poetry, and you'd be like, "He talked for an hour. He didn't say anything, but he talked for an hour." Immigrant, immigrants, immigrants <laughs> scattered on Don's highway, bleeding. <laughs> Wasn't well, that when he actually saw that like Indian? Mm -hmm. Or that Native American like accident and so yeah. like a bunch of that was fucking wild. That actually made sense. I, the the thing that came to my mind was something that made sense because it's I guess harder for me to think of the nonsense. Here's what makes sense to me: for if we don't find the next little girl, I tell you we must die. Oh God, I forgot about that. <laughs> I'm the king now of bringing up the uh, rock and roll pedophilia. It happened a lot. It's disgusting. Yeah. Anthony Kiedis. So anyway, the next song is called Holy Moses. 15? I think it was 14. I thought you said it was 8. I can't remember because I kept going down in 8 just to freak you out even more every time. I'd be like, Anthony Kiedis fucked a 2-year-old. Oh my <laughs> god. Well, at least the 2-year-old was consenting. It's not true. But it was a 14 or 15-year-old. That definitely happened. That's so horrible. Anyway. This song's like the last song, kind of. But I like this. This should be one song. Holy Moses! It sounds like almost a Doom song. And I even like his, uh, not giving a shit that he's like... I don't like this, though. There's always this Billy Joel sensibility where he pulls it back into, like, this little pop sensibility, like, piano man sensibility. And I'm like, no, God damn it, go back to the doom sound. Yeah. Just more Sabbath. That was his... Do you think that was his... I think it was his strength. Even though I don't like it, I think he's better at that than this. I think so, too, and that's what made him famous. That's mm -hmm. what made him write, in quotations, classic songs. Yeah. I can't ever take that away from him, like... People love Billy Joel. He's yeah, you can have him. It's fine. Like I'm not. My dislike of him has nothing to do with your enjoyment of him. Yeah, and he can obviously fucking play a piano. Like I didn't. I knew he could play a piano. And he can crash a, a car into a tree or a house or a person. Who knows? You never found that. No, I forgot. <laughs> but like this album also confirmed to me that like he can. He really knows a keyboard. He can like. Jam. It's not just, I wrote a song, hey guys, play this for me, and then maybe gets a session guy to like spice it up. 
I think Billy Joel could have been the session guy from hearing this shit, especially if he's pulling off bass lines with his left hand and still doing that, like... I can hear a guitar in this, but there's no fucking guitar. The thing was that Billy Joel, he uh, smashed... He wrecked three cars in two years, and I think it's because he was drinking. Uh, so he, yeah, it's not necessarily what he wrecked into, but that he liked wrecking his car. Oh, she knows it. Holy Moses! <laughs> I think that's also that Billy Joel lyrical sensibility. Where he's like, hey, holy Moses, all she knows is, right? Here we go. Better than what George Clinton would have done. He would have been like, holy Moses. No, it's not better because this would have been funny. Holy Moses, hold your noses. And it would have been about Sir Nose, devoid of phone. You got it. Baseball. He he does these jams where they like sound Mary Manzarek-y and like deep purpley that I like. And then he does these that sound like the old lady on the organ at the baseball stadium. I don't hear that on this song at all. I do. Just this part. this that's the fucking tone I want the whole time yeah I enjoy that just treat it like okay I always say this that I hate heavy versions of songs but I'm taking one of these fucking village Holotilla songs and I'm putting so high guitars on it. that tone is piercing yeah and we even uh, EQ'd this album down in the high end and made it less tinny so imagine if we hadn't done that. <laughs> yeah, it's like breaching my eardrums, like ripping my eardrums open. That can happen with old recordings, too, when they still got that analog distortion. And sometimes they hit a high note and your ears are just like, no matter the volume, it just like hits your eardrum and just makes it go like. I also just think I have, I think I have more sensitive oh, yeah, ears. Yeah, you have sensitive everything. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'm s- it was a joke! My sense of humor is hard as balls. <laughs> My balls aren't hard. There are other balls aside from the ones on humans. <laughs> oh god, I watched this video. It pulled. It came up in my YouTube Please yesterday. And this man had... Uh, his testicles grew at a rapid rate. And it they he got surgery for them. It was a form of like lymphoma, I believe. And it was over a hundred pounds. What in his balls? Uh huh. His balls on, or no? I think it was like eighty something for his balls, and then there was like skin that they also removed. Oh my god! So he lost over a hundred pounds by having his his nuts. Just from his nuts, he would he couldn't wear pants most of like at home, so he would like go downstairs, and it hung as low as his feet. Do your nuts hang low? Do they wobble to and fro? Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. He looked miserable. I was so happy for him when he got the surgery. Let me ask. Were, was he wearing purple sweatpants at one point? No, they were black. I might have seen this guy. Black mustache? I think he did, yeah. I think I know who you're talking but about. I don't know. He's a bigger guy. Would he have to like put a like a towel underneath it and lift his balls? I don't remember that. His wife would wrap them in <gasps> like tight compression bandages. Oh, man. And he couldn't get... He ha- he would have to pee in a shower, like I a walk-in shower. I see this guy. I've seen this guy. And his wife had to like help him bathe and stuff like that. And wash his big balls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god, that's love. 
That's sad. It is sad. No, it's it's definitely nice that he had someone willing to help him. Yeah. But good God, I wonder how fast or how long it took to get to that. Because I, I'm pretty sure when I get to an extra two pounds on my balls, I'm at the doctor, getting it taken out. Yeah, I don't know why someone would. Maybe it's just fear. Fear or. You've seen people's Finances. teeth. A lot of people don't get their teeth clean because they think they're afraid of it. But it does hurt. The longer you okay. wait, the more it's going to hurt. Absolutely. I'm going to do this. This is my fucking message <laughs> out to everyone who doesn't go to the dentist. I didn't go to the dentist for... I don't want to say... My, my beard did that thing again. I don't want to say 10 years, but it was over five. Well, there's a difference because I've gone 10 years without going and my teeth weren't that bad. Yeah. So it also I just also brushed my teeth. At least once a day. But I floss, and I, I'm a two-day... But I pressure. didn't go for at least five years. Mm-hmm. Maybe even longer than that. And I finally went back. And to get the stuff that was on my teeth off... And it wasn't even, like, terrible. Like, you wouldn't have looked at my teeth and been like, Ugh, look at Sam's gross fucking teeth. Everyone gets that buildup yeah, on the back of their the bottom teeth. You get, you're supposed to get off every six months. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had to bring out the machine, she called it. And it was like an electrical, I don't even know what it was, but it felt like a drill going into my fucking mouth. So I'm telling you. It was like a little sander, maybe? The first time is awful. You're going to bleed. It's going to fucking hurt. But your mouth is going to feel a lot better within an hour. You're going to be fine after it. And then if you go back every six months, it's never like that ever again. No, and it's nice. easy. Now, I'll say this. You can get a nurse that's a little rough. And isn't as little delicate, but you can switch the nurse. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Go to the fucking dentist. Stop having gross teeth. Definitely go to the dentist. And your teeth, it, it's crazy how your teeth are connected to your heart because something could get in your bloodstream yeah, so easily. Wasn't it a tooth thing that uh, Zach got a tooth infection and he, that's how he got diabetes? Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, take care of your goddamn teeth. Yes, please. Yeah. Because right. that's what be, most people see when you talk to them, and it's gross. Even it's not even like I even don't with even... Johnny Depp being in the news so much, he has the grossest gross fucking, fucking mouth. <laughs> His mouth is awful. Yeah. All right, let's move on. And uh, I know some people you can't afford to go to the dentist. I'm about to lose all my insurance and stuff too. So I used to. Uh, I I think a long time ago, not maybe it wasn't that long ago, but it was before I had insurance. I paid like $15 a month just for dental insurance. Worth it. And it was worth it. That's what I need to look into. I need to look into what I need to do now. Because I don't you, you can buy insurance standalone dental insurance. Cool. Let's do this last song. Okay. It's called Brain Invasion. Mm-hmm. And that's probably exactly what it is. I don't remember it. So it plays. Oh, it's going to get into that painful organ sound. Oh, no, it didn't. Okay, I remember this. Triplets. I like this. I like this song part. Sound really cool with the guitar. Well, this all makes sense together. That shit, how is he doing that? He's like... Two hands. That! It's just got like this real scratchy sound. I don't know how... Like, in my mind, how you would do it on a guitar, you would take the pick... And you would scrape the strings. Maybe there's like a whammy something. Like, how the fuck is he doing? Maybe. Something like that. I'm very interested in it. Here's what I'm calling for. An Attila reunion. I don't think they are. Why not? They're friends still. Are they? Yeah. That dude fucking worked with him after all that. Still. He like produced some shit. Wow. For Billy Joel. So, I mean, at that time they were fine. But 
knowing Billy Joel, he probably fucking burnt that bridge again. Maybe that was his way of saying I'm sorry. Come work with me, I'll pay you. Maybe. Hey, she left me too. <laughs> I like a little. This jam sounds fine. It's a little jazzy there with the drummer too. Yeah, it is. I like that it's uh, instrumental, thusly. I don't remember if it's instrumental the whole time or not. Starting to get ba- baseball again, though. This is this <laughs> makes more baseball sense to me. That's a home run reference. Especially now. This is like a little handheld video game. Video game. <laughs> One of those little like baseball handheld games. Yeah. This might be my favorite tone of the whole album right now. My dad used to have this fishing game that you would like cast it out and you'd like shake yeah, it, it and everything. Uh, I don't know about it. I don't think that necessarily. It wasn't, it wasn't like a handle? And then it had a little screen on top of it? I don't remember. Maybe. I feel like it was thicker than that. Do you remember those little handheld water games that like mm-hmm. that had little balls in it and you just use air to like puff it up and well, try to land it? They were like the... little rubber O-rings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you yeah. tried to like, get them on Hooks things. or something. They're rubber or plastic. Yeah. I don't remember. Rubber makes more sense. They those probably push through. those exist at all anymore. I've looked them up. They do. Really? Mm-hmm. They were always very hard. Jimmy and I were talking about all that with the kids who mentor with us, and they were just staring at us like, "You fucking old geezers!" Talking about shows we've never even heard of, and I'm sitting there like, "Yeah, I had a Amanda Bynes and Lori Beth Denberg." Amanda Bynes is in the news recently. What'd she do? She's just crazy. Well, she had a conservatorship that she was able to get out of. Oh, really? She pulled the Britney Spears, huh? Yeah, right after Britney. She got out of hers, and but she seems like a mess. How's Britney doing? Pregnant. <gasps> pregnant? Again? She wanted to get pregnant. And her, she was kept from... She had, to have, she was, had a forced IUD that she didn't want to have. Wait, didn't she have kids already? She has two kids with Kevin Federline. Oh, oh my God. I forgot about K-Fed. They're teenagers. I forgot Kevin Federline even existed. He's been in the news also recently. What did he do, re- dance? No, pertaining to stuff. She goes on these fucking rants on Instagram and just says oh, a bunch of stuff. people just ask him what he thinks? I think she said something about how he didn't want to see her when she was pregnant and whatever. And she, he was just like, that's not true. And he, like, threatened legal action if she doesn't shut the fuck up. <laughs> Look, I've been watching the Johnny Depp trial, and if you don't shut up and stop defaming me, we're going to be the next ones on the fucking YouTube. I hate that I've been watching that or letting it play in the background. Been Johnny Definite? I know you have. I'm just... I'm not Johnny Depp. I've never been a huge Johnny Depp person. Like, he's fine, I guess, but, like, like... I'm just never. I never liked the pirates movies. I don't like a lot of the stuff that he's done. I don't like the Tim Burton stuff. So I'm not hardcore Johnny Depp at all, and I never have been. Like I, I liked him and like what's eating Gilbert Grape and Benny and June and like what his about, uh, early '90s stuff. What about Fear and Loathing? I never saw it. With Benicio del Toro. I'm, yeah, I've never actually seen it. I've seen clips. I think we all know what my favorite role of uh, Johnny Depp was. Edward Scissorhands. No. I saw that one. I like. Edward Scissorhands. It's got Vincent Price in it. Uh, no. Take another guess what my favorite Johnny Depp movie is. Oh, it's uh, the f- 
is it Nightmare on Elm Street or is it Friday the? It's Nightmare on Elm Street, Part One. It's the first one, or is it six? I mean, he's in Part One, but you my like favorite sex? role is in Part Six. Freddy's dead when he gets hit with a frying pan during the drug commercial, and Freddy goes, "Looks like an egg to me." <laughs> Hysterical. With Devin Sawa. Oh, no, wait. Is that who was in that? Breck and Meyer. God, they're all the fucking same. No, they weren't. <laughs> Man, I just realized when, when, when I gotta when I gotta play our least of favorite songs, it's gonna be a complete guess. <laughs> oh, I didn't even. Well, it has the time, so you can kind of scroll no, your it finger. No, just has how long they are. It well, yeah, but you can just time. add it up real fast. I know you have a hard time with math. Oh, good luck there. I have a feeling we might be in the same arena with that, but luckily we are actually finished with listening to the songs, and we are to the part of the podcast where it's time to go over some of those things Sam likes to call questions. I got some questions for you, Sam. Okay. You're gonna answer me. I will answer you. I'm gonna answer some of my own questions as well. That sounds good to me. But it's mostly for you, so here we go. We're gonna ask some questions. We're gonna give some answers. We're gonna ask some questions and give some answers. Sam, why did you choose this? Because I was so fucking shocked that there was a Billy Joel heavy metal album, and I kind of had a feeling that I wouldn't listen to it on my own. But that was a good choice for the podcast. I was just like, hey, this is exactly what I need. Because I often complain, like, I'm running out of stuff. And then I say that, and then I think, like, ten fucking bands. Uh, But this one, my problem is it's always those ten bands. Nine of them are fucking heavy. Yeah. And that's why I have such a hard time, because I try and space this shit out. So when I heard this i was like yes it's still in my vein and it's something new let's try this it's it's nice that it's um that you to just have uh, the option of having an artist who is so well known but having one unknown album that's heavier like i mean if you could do that with like any artist that would be interesting yeah i can get the oh fuck what's his name he played dracula Lee, what's his fucking Harvey name? Oswald. No, not Harvey Oswald. I can't remember. Lee Van Cleef. Not Lee Van Cleef. Lee Greenwood. No, he was in yeah. the, 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 the Lord of the Rings as well. Lee? Yeah, I'll figure it out. Carry on. Tommy Lee Jones. Nope. Tommy Lee. No. <laughs> Just go to the next question. <laughs> Christopher Lee. You know this guy? Christopher I've Lee. heard the name. I've actually heard the name a lot, but <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Lee, he made a heavy metal album. It's a very common name in these parts, apparently. You know who Christopher Lee is. Oh uh, yeah, that's yes. Suave Man. He has a heavy metal album. We we gonna check that out? Not on this episode. Well, obviously. <laughs> obviously you need other ideas. You said that before, and I believe you, so save it, baby. For the next one. So what do you think I thought when you gave it to me? Uh, yeah, but probably interested to hear what a Billy Joel metal heavy metal album could possibly sound like. I don't think you were bummed. I don't think you were excited, but I don't think you were bummed out. I think it, you were intrigued. I think that's the word I'm looking for. I think that that's pretty accurate. Because that's what I was. I was. Just, I was not was necessarily looking forward to it, but curious. And when I heard that Wonder Woman, 
was like, holy shit, this could be good. Yeah, and honestly, in the very beginning, I, I expected it to maybe be better yep. than it ended up being. Me <sighs> too. <laughs> what was your judgment prior to actually listening to it? Well, I can't really... Uh... Oh, wait, no, that was me. Oh, wait, I already answered that. Okay. This already been answered. I'm just... <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm, oh, yeah, we're both hungry. My head's starting to hurt. It's a good time. Um, How many times did you listen to this? Do you know? Uh, to get ready for it, I listened to it maybe like four times, but this was like a weird listen schedule because we, we were, were way supposed to do this, this two weeks ago. And I listened. This and episode I, in particular has been stretched. And when I told you the episode, it was two weeks before we were even supposed to record that because it was. We were, we were, it was oh, yeah. at the end of Tom's episode when and I told we you recorded this. that out of order. Yes, yeah, so we that was that recorded way out of order. So this has been a long time coming. Yeah. So four times in very sporadic listens okay three for me okay. but i haven't listened for like the last two weeks but i already remembered like what i already kind of remembered how i felt so it made its impression and th- three is enough to like we always say to kind of go through the motions of the different things that you'll feel about something new that you are or aren't into which this album didn't change much from listen to listen for me it was basically the same from part one it was a bit rougher for me in the very beginning. Really? It got a little easier like most things do, but I never really was into it, I guess. Like, it never really clicked with me. Um, least favorite song? My least favorite song. You could or, just wait, I gotta guess it. yours. Or should I guess yours? You guess mine. Okay. Well, it would help if I hadn't closed the list. Oh, here it is. Okay. I think your least favorite song based on your reaction was Revenge is Sweet. You know what? It could be, but it's not going to be. Because I think I'm going to go with California Flash. Because oh, yeah. it's the like... California Flash! Taking off the lyrics are really bad, and he's like, "This California Flash, cops showed up and everyone hid their stash." I feel like it's the first ex- real example of everything just getting shoved Bingo. into Bingo. spaces that it doesn't maybe fit. It's like I like Wonder Woman, and I'm like, "Here we go! I think this could be good." And then California Flash happens, and I'm like, "Oh no! This app can go more Wonder Woman. It could go more California Flash." And Unfortunately, it's a pretty even scale, but I think this album leans more on the California Flash sound than it does the Wonder Woman sound. Uh, is yours the same thing? I don't know. No, mine is actually Amplifier Fire because oh, it didn't. Because uh, it's long and it's seven minutes. Well, and not necessarily seconds. because on the first, I I thought I had made my mind up that it was tear this castle down, and even that was though be my second choice, and even though it was all over the place. Um, I gave it a step up because there was like a part of it that wasn't so bad, but I really didn't like the. I thought the March of the Huns was much better Which than is the what Godzilla we're listening part. To right now. Yeah, the Godzilla part I thought was way worse. It's just so like I don't know. Might have been the end of the old other song, but no, who cares? It doesn't matter. Yep, we're out. Boom. It's fine. Um. Ooh, most favorite song. Let's see. I think Sam's most favorite song is Wonder Woman. You think my most favorite song is Wonder Woman? I do. Well, guess what? You got it right. It's fucking Wonder Woman. Uh, there's parts in it that aren't the, my favorite, but 
it just has like the attitude is what I wanted on the rest of the album. Like this part. But it's still got tinges of the rest oh, of the album. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's a little boisterous with himself. Should I guess that Wonder Woman's your favorite? No, too? it's Damn not. It. Do you want to guess again? Yeah, I do. I think your favorite is Brain Invasion? No, it. it's Rolling Home. Oh, man. Let's guess that it's right about there. I think I got it. I think you did. I don't remember anything about it. Keep playing. I'm going to let it keep playing for a second so I can jog my memory. Home. I'm rolling home. I do like this riff a lot. Call it a riff. It's not playing a guitar. Can you call it? You should call it a guitar riff. This piano riff is fucking good. <laughs> All right. Sweet. Yeah, rolling home for me. Uh, how, <laughs> how old were you when you first started listening to this? 36. So as right i mean it was right before the podcast had you actually listened to it before you listened to it for the podcast or was I, it the first i had heard listen? it on that podcast for a few seconds then i checked out maybe 50 seconds of it on my own to make sure like can i tolerate more than this you know is this going to be a harvey danger incident mm-hmm. which nobody people may not know and probably don't know yeah, we were going to do a harvey danger episode and then michelle texted me like are you sure you want to do this and I listened to it. And I was like, "Yeah, let's not do this." It was that been, was one of the biggest duds so far. Uh, yeah, it was shocking. And I really like that one fucking song. Flagpole said it's such yeah. a good song, and you expect something close to that, and it's totally it's, different. It's not that at all. No, it's totally so, not that. So no, for me, listening to it, it was for this podcast. And I think you already kind of glanced over this with the "How did you originally feel about yeah. it?" Uh, with the originally. that you wanted. I mean, just that you you heard uh, Wonder Woman, and you kind of expected more. Yeah. And, I was hoping Wonder Woman was like the happiest song. I was hoping like for some deep purple heavy metal. So I mean, did you like it on your first listen? The whole album? Mm-hmm. No, I do not like this album. I think okay. this album is exhausting. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Should I just give my whole opinion on this album? Oh, right I now? didn't know what you what where you kind of landed with. My it. opinion on this album is there's parts of it that I really like, but in general, this album exhausts me. By the time this album is over. I've wanted it to be over for about 10 to 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because they're so all over the place in a way that they're not doing it well. Mm-hmm. Like I can listen to Zappa go all over the place because it's technically efficient. And I'm like, wow, I can't believe they pulled that off. Mm-hmm. And therefore I enjoy it. And it's not always sloppy. It's just sloppy sometimes when he goes into his riffs yeah, with, just, with Frank. But this was different. This is different. This is like written sloppily. It's, it's just, Two guys desperate. One guy's fucking the other guy's girl during it, guaranteed. <laughs> Think about it. Yikes. You know, the relationship didn't just... It wasn't like, you fucked yesterday? Well, now this is over. Yeah, no, I it get it. It was six months. <laughs> All right, so would you recommend this album today? I would recommend this for someone to hear the first minute if they, are, if they know Billy Joel. It's recommended in a way of can you believe this is what Billy Joel started out as? I agree. Not recommended as an album lesson, not in any way, shape, or form. Okay. But I do recommend it as a, hey, you should know. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a neat thing to know and to have listened to. And I do feel in a rare club of people now 
who have listened to this album. And more than once. Yeah. <laughs> well, There's probably Billy Joel fans who have never fucking heard this album. Oh, for Fuck. sure. Tom told us when he was here. After we got the podcast done, he was like, uh, you're telling me there's a heavy metal Billy Joel album? Oh, like, yeah. And he's like, I loved Billy Joel back in the day. So hmm. there you go. Well, I would never listen to this album again. I wouldn't even Not listen surprised. to a song again no. by choice. And as far as rating it zero out of 10, Oliver the Rock and Roll Cats, who has exited the room a while ago, um, I am going to rate this a solid two and a half. Sam, wow. I don't, wow. I don't even think I need to go into detail. I just don't think it's mm-hmm. tight. It's I. It's yeah, you just, said enough, I think. It's not that good. You have a booger, I think, that's kind of partially oh, sticking this, out of your nose. I got like this scab thing going on in my nose. Okay, well, I don't. you don't have to rip the scab, but it looks like a booger hanging out. Um, zero out of ten, all over the rock and roll cats. I'll give this three all over the rock and roll cats. Oh. It's pretty low for me. Yeah, it's very low. Yep. This is probably the lowest ranked album so far in this. Yeah. I would have to say. Describe this album in one word. I think you kind of already did. I have. Exhausting. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm just going to say messy. Okay. Yeah, that works too. Very messy. Um, so... Indulgent was my second backup word. Indulgent. Yeah, it feels, in, it feels Billy Joel indulgent. All right. So we are finished with that. Cool. We fucking thank God we got this Attila episode done finally. That's done. The questions are finished. <laughs> Next week we're going to be having a guest, which actually technically two guests. Oh yeah. Um, since this is also has been recorded and everything's out of order. Yeah. Um, everything's all fucked up. We are going to have Zach with sidekick Kent. Yeah, uh, he felt like Kent should be invited on his episode since Kent uh bogarted on his last episode i haven't said the word bogart in a long time i mean he i don't know i think you said that backwards yeah zach bogart wait can't bogarted on zach bogarted on kent's episode so now kent gets the bogart on zach's episode so uh, we will be reviewing green sky bluegrass so check that out i don't remember what the album is sorry i forget <laughs> I didn't write that wow. part down. We did not give Zach his due on this. Oh, one. I'm looking it up right now. Good golly, Miss Molly. Green if Sorrows Swim. If album Sorrow If Sorrows swim. swim by Green Sky Bluegrass. There we go. You got it. All right. As always, thanks for listening. We, we appreciate done. you putting up with us. We are atrocious. Um, <laughs> thanks for listening. Look for videos. Tell your friends. We don't promote this podcast, so we literally just get it from word of mouth oh, from this? you guys. Oh, we're going top Billy Joel song. Look how creepy he looks on this best of cover. Billy Joel, I'll steal your life. He's horrifying. <laughs> All right, everyone, thanks for listening. I suck my own dick in the bathroom stall because I like the way that I taste. And it's fine if you don't want to watch me, but I'm here every day. Bye, everyone. <laughs>